Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we're going through Proverbs chapter 5, verses 18 through 20. So let's get it. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth, a lovely deer, a graceful doe. Let her breasts fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. Why should you be intoxicated, my son, with a forbidden woman? and embrace the bosom of an adulteress. So again, this is Proverbs 5. The whole chapter, the subtitle is warning against adultery. That's why it's not directly applicable applicable to entrepreneurship, but I like to take these lessons and extrapolate them. I'm not saying that is a biblically sound thing to do, but a lot of the wisdom I'm seeing in Proverbs 5 does apply to business and make me think of business in multiple ways. And I'm sharing that with you here. So first, my interpretation is just like, let your fountain be blessed. And I think it's interesting that it says, let your fountain be blessed. I don't know how accurate this is, but when I first read this, I'm like, let it be blessed. And you let it be blessed by rejoicing in it, committing to it, and being grateful about it at all times. And why do I say that? Well, right after it says, let your fountain be blessed, it says, rejoice in the wife of your youth. A lot of people will talk about how your spouse is very important to the energy that is poured into you every day and the life you're planning to build. So for your fountain to be blessed, rejoice in the wife that you have, a lovely deer, a graceful doe. Let her breasts fill you at all times with delight. Be delighted by her, her body, her presence, her love, her spirit, all of that stuff. Continuing to rejoice. But also when I think of delight, I think of like gratitude. Like when I'm in a state of delight, I'm just so like thankful that everything is how it is. And that's kind of what where I got the gratitude portion of it. And then committing to it was um, let it fill you with delight at all times. Not sometimes, not a lot of the times, but all times. And to have it do it all times when you're angry, when you're happy, when you're sad, when you're content, when you're, I think content isn't really an emotion. It's more of a choice and a state. But when you're varying on the emotional spectrum at all times, let it fill you with delight. And that is a commitment. So taking those characteristics into entrepreneurship, rejoicing in it, committing to it, being grateful about it, and letting your fountain be blessed. When I think of the fountain, it makes me think of entrepreneurship in the sense that it is taking a look at what you're uniquely equipped to solve based on your desire, skills, network, and opportunity. So what have you been put on the earth to do? What has God put on your heart? What godly desires have you been given? That's what I kind of think of as our fountain, and then let it be blessed. Go after it. Commit, right? Be grateful such thoughts were put in your head. For example, a lot of us just, I have a big heart for raising the standard of living across the world to middle-class America. However, there are, there's also um, a lot of sex slavery that goes on around the world. My heart isn't as big for that. Other people's hearts is much bigger for that. And it's their calling to go into that mission field. Other people really care about mental health. 
I'm not as big on mental health because that's not where a lot of my pain was growing up. That's not what God has put on my heart. I'm really big on getting people's bare essentials there and then living life with them and bearing those other burdens together, but not necessarily helping them navigate it because honestly, it's something I haven't navigated and I'll need help with, right? And so I don't know, it's just not as big on my heart as other things. I think God has uniquely put something on everybody's heart that he has um, equipped us to solve based on our desire, our skills, our network, our opportunity, the things that come across our desk. A lot of business stuff has come across my desk because I'm really passionate about helping people and doing it profitably so that it's not just handouts, but we're setting people up to reintegrate back into society, right? So I need to be grateful. Such thoughts were even put in my head. And then this is key, be intoxicated with it. So here, in verse 19, be intoxicated always in her love. And then there's a little subnote. Hebrew is be led astray. That's interesting. When I think of intoxicate, I think of obsession, but then it says be led astray. And so when I think led astray, I'm thinking, well, before marriage, it was lust. Within marriage, it's in its proper place. And lust is interpreted as a negative kind of energy, emotion, pre-marriage. But when you put it into its proper place within marriage and within God's covenant, it becomes a beautiful thing, right? So put all of that negative energy, and I'm putting air quotes around negative energy because I think we label stuff negative or positive based on arbitrary things. And so when you put all that negative energy with air quotes around it into a positive service for mankind by letting it motivate you, letting it call you to become more and to conquer that negative energy within you and use it as fuel and make it bow down to God and the service that God has called you to do, I think that's when you're starting to let perfect love cast out fear. That's when you're getting to a point where that intoxication is coming into play and that obsession is coming into play. <laughs> and I just think that's a really cool thing because negative energy is, you know, a lot of people think only negative stuff can come from it, but that's because we label it as negative. What if it's not actually negative? What if that fear you're feeling <clears throat> is trying to do a positive thing for you? What if that pain you're feeling is trying to do a positive thing for you? In that case, it would be positive energy and you would need to use it in a positive way. Huh, crazy. Now, where has this shown up in my life, all of this? Well, Layla Hormozzi in a recent YouTube video, so it's February 6th right now. I, I think this video might've come out three or four days ago. So maybe February 2nd or February 3rd of 2023. She talked about, accepting it, labeling it, and creating realistic mental cues around the situation when it comes to negative energy, um, negative thoughts. She's like, when I'm feeling a negative emotion, I accept it. And she was speaking specifically about frustration here, accepts that she's frustrated, labels the fact that she's frustrated. So she's not beating herself up for being frustrated. And she's like, I am frustrated, accept it, label it. Then she creates realistic mental cues around the situation. She's like, I know that right now I feel frustrated, but I also have the power to become a person who has overcome the reality that is making me frustrated. So maybe she's frustrated because she's broke. I'm feeling frustrated right now because I'm broke, but I know I can become a person that is not broke and therefore is not frustrated. And so that's what she talks about creating realistic mental cues, kind of affirmations that are grounded in reality to address some of our limiting beliefs. Because when you think I'm frustrated, I'm frustrated, I'm frustrated because I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke. You're just going to get more frustration 
and more brokenness. But when you focus on the fact that, yes, you may feel frustrated right now, but you can feel something different, that's when you start to change your reality, right? And so some of the, I, I call it the Proctor Hormozy uh, Douglas statement, because you go, I am so happy and grateful now that, insert a goal in the present tense, I have a six pack. Because it allows me to be athletic with my kids. That's like the Douglas part. I like adding the why in there. The Bob Proctor is the I am so happy and grateful. Insert goal in the present tense. And you have the Hormozy part. Back that goal up with the daily action steps it's going to take. I know that I have a six pack because I do abs for 30 minutes per day and am in a 300 calorie deficit with no fats or whatever. I, I'm not good with diet stuff. Don't take that advice and run with it because I don't know if it'll actually get you a six pack or not, but um, that's an example of the statement. So you can use some realistic mental cue, some realistic statement, just put your belief into words and then focus on that belief because what you focus on grows. Another way this has showed up in my life is learning to give myself permission to be intoxicated with my dreams and goals so that it produces fruit. So a lot of my frustration a lot of my pain, I reoriented into service. And now it's become a very useful thing. Like before I was very apathetic in my life and that hurt some of my relationships. But when you put that apathy into um, into business, you realize it wasn't really apathy. That was a kind of wall to guard your emotions so you could continue to function. And that is a very useful thing in business because when somebody criticizes you, you need to be able to bite your tongue, accept the criticism and then let the emotion pass, think with your rational mind, and then apply it. Right? And so I can do that a little bit better than uh, some of the people that I hang around because um, I did it growing up, because that's what I had to do as a black man in America, because I was taught that being angry was dangerous, right? And so I learned how to not be angry, how to bite my tongue, and how to succeed because I wanted to get out of the situation that I was in. Now I can use that for business. And so I've actually had a little bit of experience taking this negative energy and pouring it into something productive. All the pain I felt from our house getting foreclosed on, I extrapolated into pain people must feel from being homeless. And now I have a huge heart for homeless people. And I love real estate. Crazy. And so where do I want this to show up in my life? I want to be filled with delight by the same old, same old. I often find myself getting caught up in shiny object syndrome or needing my dopamine receptors to be hit, right? But here it says, be intoxicated always in her love. Let her breasts fill you at all times with delight. It's the same breasts. It's the same love. And you need to continue to be intoxicated with it, continue to delight in it. And it's the same old, same old every day that you need to delight in. 90 to 95% of life is routine. And if you don't learn how to be present and delight in the routine of stuff, you're going to miss a lot of life and you're not going to be happy in a lot of life. So that's where I want this to show up in my life. And how can you guys apply this to your life? Well, you can literally take these verses and apply them in the sense that you can rejoice in the wife of your youth. They apply there. Proverbs 5 is definitely about adultery. That is more... Um, more accurate than the kind of entrepreneurial interpretation that I just went through. But you can do that by treating your partner with love and delight and commitment, right? And um, also, you can do the negative energy transmutation that I talked about, that intoxication, which is like taking that negative energy, that being led astray, 
and putting it in the context that is correct for it, commit it to service, commit it to God's call for your life, and then um, commit to being delighted in what was once new, but has become regular. So there are these things that we do, you know, you close your first real estate deal, you get married for the first time, you have your first kid, and it's new, it's exciting. And then it gets old. Well, commit to that delight in it by taking some of the negative energy, negative emotion that might come up from having the same old, same old and redirecting it towards a positive cause and using that frustration, using that fear, using that um, sadness, whatever it may be to motivate you to bring to fruition what God has promised us, you know, just make it obey God, like make everything in you obey God and obey his will and you'll be good to go. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much for checking out the show. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.